0: Hey everybody! Welcome to the approximate. Oh, oh, t- Shit on the fucker! <laughs> welcome to the approximate podcast. My name is Jamie French, and with me, as always, is. Shut your fucking mouth! You don't count. You almost ruined this show. We were starting to go, and then you did the thing, and then I don't like the thing. It's very bad. Oh, you don't like the, I don't, you don't you don't like the thing. I don't like the thing that you did where we started to go and then we we couldn't go and I didn't. here we are. We're going making an ass of ourselves in some front of, a, of a, a, uh, in front of <laughs> ones of people. We're making an ass of ourselves. <laughs> um, Orion Quest, how are you doing, my buddy? Glad to be here, sis. How are you doing, Jamie? Really? I'm doing fucking great. Um, this was your idea that we were doing this show tonight yeah uh it's been uh jesus christ like it's been forever since we've done an official podcast we've been very busy we've been very busy um I, like like uh, a two weeks ago uh as of the date of this show um i did an interview with connor mcspadden who is uh, a headliner uh, in the comedy circuits uh and like beyond that like it's probably been like a month since we've done an official approximate podcast. Um, I haven't even done a TG and a in like almost two months now. So this is fucking grand that we're doing this. I'm so happy that we've got, uh, that we've been able to get together and do this. Well, then let's do the damn thing. Okay, well, let's do the damn thing. Uh, so we have nothing to talk about, first <laughs> off. <laughs> but here's the deal. Um, I, always got, I always got a trick in my back pocket. And so what we're going to do is, uh, like, for, like, the past, like, I don't know, I want to say, like, maybe three, almost three months uh, beyond this, like, two-month hiatus, it's been nothing but TGQ&As, uh, you know, the uh, transgender question and answer show, where I do, like, this live, you know, questions and answers thing. And that's, like, been, like, the most of our shows up to this point. And we haven't done a proper, approximate podcast, like a, a flagship show, until up until this point. Um, save for the interview that I did with, you know, the previously mentioned Connor McSpadden. Um, this is the first time we've been in a room together since, Jesus, what, like what like four months? It's, yes. it's been too long. It's been too long. But because we have nothing to talk about... <laughs> What I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of slide us in to an episode with a bunch of like questions and answers, which would normally be reserved for a TG Q and A. But uh, w- what we're going to do here in a like a pre-recorded fashion. Um, so uh, before we get started, because I do have there's there's lots of stuff to get to, um, dude. It's been like months and months and months. Tell me what you've been up to. Business
1: has been good for um Blackwing Enterprises. I I've been playing in a lot of bands, uh making a little coin here and there, getting some new gear for my birthday. Thanks to everybody that um celebrated my birthday in March and sent me some stuff. That was very nice of you guys.
0: Happy birthday.
1: Speaking of birthday, happy <laughs> birthday sis. You just celebrated one. As of
0: July 3rd, I am um uh I am old. A, a whole a whole number <laughs> of years old. <laughs> uh <clears throat> Uh, yeah, no, no I, I had a really, I had a really great time on my birthday. Um, I was in the business on my birthday. Yeah. So like when, (laughs) nice, uh, Oh, that's going to come in handy. I'm prepping it for when we start doing these (laughs) things where I would normally just like lounge about the house. I actually had some really kick-ass work to do for a company called trans erotica. And, uh, I had a, um, I was under contract with them to do uh, two days' worth on the 2nd and the 3rd of July, the 3rd being my birthday, uh, to do, like, a whole Snapchat takeover thing, which was really, really fun. I didn't quite know exactly what I was doing, but uh, the feedback has been very, very good. Um, I, I, I do, you, do you Snapchat at all? No. No, see, I don't either. I, I don't quite get it, but... Um, but I like, okay, so here's the deal. Uh, about a month ago, Transerotica, uh, and I'll make this really quick, but Transerotica put up a tweet that said, hey, if, if you're just some schmo and you want to uh, prove your worth in a Snapchat takeover, hit us up. And I said, well, this is fucking great for me um, because I'm trying to rebuild my brand after like a two year hiatus. Um, so I just dived in. I just dived in and I hit up the powers to be and uh they were very th- there was a very good uh we acclimated to ourselves uh, very well and uh they gave me the shot to this Snapchat takeover that was on the second and my birthday. This was like a month ago. And um <laughs> And I I don't really – I'm not really very familiar with Snapchat. <laughs> so I kind of had to, like, fake it till I you made it. You feel kinda. your way around. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it turns out that, uh, I, according to them, I did really, really well uh, during the second and the third on my birthday. And this is what I love about my birthday is that I never, ever really get to be, uh, like – creative on my birthday and this was uh this was uh like an opportunity for me to like uh kind of test my metal, and prove my worth and like do a job that like meant something you know for for a big corporation as to where normally on my birthday i would just kind of uh lounge about the house and eat tacos sleep Maybe, if I'm lucky, I eat the tacos. Uh, it's a, it's a, <laughs> a big tradition for me that uh, on my birthday, I always make homemade tacos. But sometimes that doesn't even happen. Sometimes I'm just sleeping. This year, I fucking did this like, amazing job and made tacos and had cake and did the whole fucking kit and caboodle. And it was a fucking really good time. And, uh, and so, yeah, I had a really good birthday. How was your birthday?
1: Oh wow it was it was the showdown at the hoedown three (laughs) three consecutive gigs on thursday night friday night and saturday night each one of them celebrating my birthday jesus that's nice um who were you playing with what kind of bands were they oh it was (laughs) it was a blonde sabbath evil twin and 180
0: west Okay, so we got a Black Sabbath cover band, mm-hmm. and we got a kind of '90s rock cover band. More grunges, yeah. And then what's the third one? I'm not very familiar with the third one.
1: 180 West is a um um a um
0: southern rock cover band. Oh, okay, so a lot of ZZ Top. Yeah. Ah, I see. <laughs> I'm sorry. No, you're not. No, I I I am because you're very very black in a ZZ Top cover band.
1: Yes, that would that would make me um
0: blacky. Our, our our our. Pure bottles thrown at your head at any point during the show. No,
1: I don't go to places that only serve two types of music: country and western. <laughs> I play at most places that like to deal with southern rock, and they're down with that.
0: So <laughs> uh, that's that's good to hear. I'm glad. I'm it glad. Would, it would have to be or this be a short podcast. I'm glad. I'm glad that you made it out unscathed. The the wake will be next Saturday. He's all, he was all right. Okay, so with birthdays out of the way, is there any other thing that we need to talk about before we get to the uh, Q&A? Yes. What? I've
1: been sick the last few days and been busy on the road taking care of some business, but I assure you, the walking videos will be back shortly. Yes. And I also guarantee you, the 900 in your fucking face will be back very soon as well.
0: Absolutely. For uh, fans of the show, the 900 is Orion's um, personal 15-minute kind of little snippet into uh, into his life um, that you can see, <laughs> once we get back onto it, like <laughs> w- once a week, yeah, <laughs> we've been slacking a little bit, life has gotten in the way, and that's why this is such an important show for us, because we haven't done this in a while, as previously stated at the top of the hour. Uh, <laughs> um, so that's good to hear, and yes, you and I will definitely be getting together to make those things happen. Um. Okay. So, do you want to answer some questions? Yeah. Okay. Let's Since see. Since we get
1: along, let's get it on. Let's
0: get it on. Let's get it the fuck on. All right. So, um, we have questions coming in from all kinds of sources, and our main source is the email. That's uh approximatepodcast at gmail dot com, and so we're gonna start there, and then we're gonna go through uh all kinds of different things. You'll see. So let's just start at the top. Uh we're gonna go way back and answer a bunch of questions that have kind of been left by the wayside in our little bit our little hiatus here. Okay, so uh we have Evelyn who hits us it's up. This evil is Evil Lynn. Evil Lynn. Uh this is um from May eighteenth. Jesus Christ. We've been slacking. <laughs> <laughs> uh uh four questions. All right? All right. Hit it. Okay. First question is, (laughs) Evelyn, uh, I recently saw a documentary about Johnny Thunder. It showed a lot of live footage that showed him wasted on drugs with people saying, what a genius he was. Do you think there's a point where people will delude themselves into thinking there's a great artist and not a junkie mumbling (laughs) with an out-of-tune guitar? So I think the question there the first question is um what is it what do you think about um what do you think about uh like the cult of personality the kind of romance that there is in rock and roll where you, like we see like the Keith Richards of the world uh that are they're known for being like constantly stoned constantly high and should we give them like leeway you know is 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 that kind of um being high and drunk all the time a thing that's like worthwhile in rock and roll is that like make does that like m- that kind of like mythos uh and and make it like w- like worth uh loving and worth seeing or can you appreciate an artist that is completely stone sober do you need that kind of uh 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 kind of like uh what's the, what's the thing I'm trying to say? Do you need that kind of um shittiness <laughs> in order to appreciate uh, a rock and roll artist?
1: First question. Yeah. That is a tough fucking question to answer. Your first, your first mind would tell you, well, I'm a musician. Um, it's just the body of work. No, you can't answer like that. <laughs> you can't answer like that. I it to. Uh, but you can't. Um, it, it really depends on, first of all, you have to make a decision. Which one do you like? <clears throat> or which one are you going to respect? Are you going to respect the work or are you going to respect the man? This is I've been told my entire life <clears throat> that you can't love a person in slices. You mm-hmm. gotta take all of them or none of them. This is a this is a different story because when you die, this is all that's left. So no matter what Keith Richards is a great example. Okay. Yeah. You know, nothing's gonna change the fact that despite he's done some very unseedy shit and is and walking around, you know, like a damn zombie. When he still puts on a guitar, he still plays some of the greatest music that has ever been argued. Why? Because people say, and people are uh, welcome to have their opinion. Some people argue that the Rolling Stones have, are, and will always be the greatest rock and roll band around. And to be in the greatest rock and roll band, they claim Keith Richards is the greatest rock and roll guitar player. Me, I consider myself to be a musician. I, I I consider myself to to be somewhat of an artist, at least a, at least to have an appreciation for art, you know, or at least the appreciation for what I like. And I'm more concerned about the body of the work than the man, because um, I'm a big believer in sometimes the legend is more important than the man. And if if you take that away from him and if you can't believe in all the good things that he's done and all of his incredible moments then he's just a man and he's that's not important to me.
0: Yeah, I I think that I mean as a lover of music and uh a person that has been like I I'm no better than anybody else. I I kind of fall to the like cult of personality thing when i like like my favorite artist and and sometimes the uh the mythos is feels very important and i don't know it's like it's as a musician and as a person that loves music like the music comes first obviously the music comes first but there's something about that extra kind of spice, you know, that kind of cult of personality, that kind of person that goes above and beyond in their personality with all their, with their drug taking and their and their drinking and their, you know, uh, to fucking a bunch of chicks and stuff like all those all those wonderful stories that you hear, you know, they're 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 dark and they're creepy, but they add to that mythos. There's something about it that as as awful as it is it's very enticing yes and and there is something about it that like i kind of want that in my rock and roll because it's rock and roll and that's like that's that's the whole imp- like that's the whole important thing like when you say you like rock and roll you kind of want to buy into a person being kind of shitty and getting away with it you know uh in real life we all know that that's a myth but that's why it's called a mythos you know you get to experience all of those like wacky adventures um without having to do any of it or suffer any of the consequences by having heroes like that Mm. you know uh but at the same time you also it only it only means anything if they're good at what they do yes. you know yeah <laughs> so i i don't know i don't know um i think i think people to get to the question to get to the answer i think yeah i think there is i think people can give too much uh clemency to uh People that act shitty because I think, okay, so to put it like this, I think when people like the the myth rather than the music, they're these are the kind of people that are just looking to literally have a good time without any thought. It's like as it gets to the base of the brain, you know, it gets to the lizard part of the brain. You get to have all the adventures in your head. By watching these people, you know, whether it's true or not, whether the legend's true or not, the legend's given to you, and and you think, uh, oh, oh, this is fucking, they're so badass, they fucking do all the drugs, they fuck all the chicks, they, oh god, jeez, they got arrested, they they never really get in trouble, but they're always in trouble, that's a, that's, man, I I wish I could have that kind of life, you know? If you're paying more attention to that than the music, well... I don't know if you're necessarily a fan of music. I think you're a fan of um, living vicariously through other people's lives, while you just sit and watch YouTube and eat tacos. You yeah. know, and and the worst tacos, like fucking Taco Bell. Like this is, those aren't tacos. This is bad. This is bad. It's really bad. <laughs> and I think if you are a lover of music, I think you take. I think you take those kind of stories with a grain of salt, you know, they're fun. But if you're a musician, if you're like an appreciator of music, then y- you know what's up, but you can play along with the bullshit, mm-hmm. you know? So, I mean, I don't know. I don't know if that answers your question. I mean, what, what, what but you I do you offer me? This. That's one hell of a question though. Yeah. It's one hell of a question. Um, So let's get on to question number two, because we got a lot to go through. Um, I thought we weren't going to make it today, but it looks like we have a lot of shit to go through. Uh, Question number two from Evelyn is, in the history of music... Another music question. Perfect. Thank you. Um, In the history of music, is there any venue now gone you wished you could have played, like Fillmore West or uh, May's Kansas City? Uh, I, I... I've said this, uh, this question has come up before, and I've already answered it, and my deal is fucking CBGB's. Yeah, me too. I would love to be at CBGB's in the heat of the moment, like 1982 through 1987, maybe even maybe even a little further back. I want to be there when television played. I want to be there when the fucking talking heads were taking the stage, and they're, and they're like... Uh, in their starting days you know blondie and the police the, the fucking bondy and the police yes absolutely i it sounded like i said bondy i meant blondie but i'm talking very fast but yeah all those bands at that venue at that time could you imagine anything better that's just sounds amazing to me
1: not only as a musician but just as a fly on the wall watching this shit go down that'd be oh incredible
0: Absolutely. And you know what? Uh, to get back to the first question, I think, uh, you know, as as like I've been a musician for, what, 22 years now. And, and I know I know how to separate the bullshit from the musicianship and I know the fucking stories. But there's something about CBGB's where those stories, that that history, it's it's just Oh god, it hits me. Like I want to believe everything I've ever heard about CBGBs. And I'm not even thinking of the music at this point. I want those stories to be true. So, you know, I I you know, I guess to get back to your first question, Evelyn, you you're kind of right. Even I fall prey to it is I I sometimes, even though I know better, I sometimes want the story of all this, like, hibachery to be... Like, it means more than the music that they've played. And, I don't know, man. I I think that's just... I think that's rock and roll at its best. I think that's rock and roll doing its job. You know, because we're not all musicians. and We don't know everything about music. For those that do, To have those stories and the uh, appreciation of how music works, that's just like gravy, you know. But for those that don't know anything about music and it's all about the feeling, those stories can mean so much. And, And I think that's kind of the magic of rock and roll. You know, I think you should absolutely, whether you're a musician or not, take it with a grain of salt. But I I, I don't want to ever discount that magic of rock and roll, you know, with these guys, with their fucking bad stories and how they're like acting bad. And, you know, you can forgive them to a point, you know, you can forgive them to a point. You don't have to accept everything that they do. But when you hear these stories, just it's it's nice to just kind of be able to separate yourself or just naturally be separated from the stories because you don't know anything about how these stories came to be and just kind of enjoy them on a surface level. I don't know that it's so bad to enjoy things on a surface level, Uh, but that's going to lead to another thing that's kind (laughs) of— there's a lot to talk about about that. But Mm -hmm. as far as rock and roll is concerned— I think it's okay to just enjoy the stories that you've read off a Rolling Stone or that you've heard from your best friend that told you, like, half-formed, ill-informed stories that kind of, like, kind of create this and perpetuate this mythos of your favorite rock stars. I think it's a fun thing to do so long as you don't take it too seriously. Right, right. Because I know you and I do it all the time. We're always talking about our musical heroes. And half of the shit we say, if not more, is complete bullshit. Yeah. But we love it all the same. And it's only because these stories were given to us from our older brothers, our older friends. You know, always from, like, an authority figure that, like, we... we the same that I fucking do to you, Stephanie, who's sitting off to the corner. You can't see, and, you know, but like I tell you a bunch of rock and roll stories and and try to entertain you with the stories and half of what I fucking say is absolutely goddamn false <laughs> but 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 you but you but you respond in a way that's perfect you like what I'm saying you enjoy the stories it it you know it puts a it puts a little something in your mind, you know, that makes you enjoy life a little better. And that's what rock and roll is all about. At the end of the day, rock and roll is all about allowing you to live the most fun life you can. And that's why rock and roll is fucking rock and roll. And has all of its, you know, uh, why it's so important. Even though it sounds like an old-timey thing, you can always say rock and roll. And people generally get it and they're like yeah yeah fucking they give you the fucking devil horns, <laughs> yeah. you know we we all do that you know and it's th- because there is something special about a little bit of rebellion a good a good deal of good musicianship but just the right amount of rebellion you know and we we can all relate to that and that's so i don't know I like that. Let's get to question number three. I hope that kind of, I know we went on a tangent, Evelyn, but we're going to get to your third question. Uh, Question number three is, uh, I've recently dodged a bullet with my health. Oh boy. And I've been processing it all. And it's strange to realize that you have more days than you thought. Have you ever had that happen? Well, real quick for me, I've been very fortunate um, I haven't really fallen prey to, like, any kind of disease or anything. Um, I I really haven't gotten to so much trouble that my life was at stake. Uh, I could say that when I look back on my life, I can imagine times where, like, I was doing simple shit. Like, riding my bicycle and being, like, a like in half inch from traffic. <laughs> you know, and it and it was fine. Everything was fine. You know, life went the way it was supposed to go, <laughs> according to how we want to live it. But then I think back, and I was like, I was only an inch away from death. If I had just turned half, just, just half an inch, that's it. No more Jamie French, you know. Um, and I think that's maybe as close as I've gotten to every to ever like thinking about my own mortality in a way that was Present and real um, I've been very very Fortunate in my life now th- That aside I can I'm going to defer To Orion who absolutely Has something to say about Meeting death When It's you know it, it, Orion please I'm putting my foot In my mouth take it away uh, the, the question that you ask
1: Sounds like you received good news It sounds like you've received good news that something you may have had in health issue, but you found out due to something or something you're doing or a medicine that you're taking, that that issue has been avoided. And now you can go on.
0: Trying to think of the right way to put this. Because I I believe I know where you're going to go with this. You know, I mean to just just to quickly summarize the the main point of the question. Um Is it strange to realize that you have more days than you thought you would have? Have you ever had that happen to you?
1: Oh, yeah. I think I might have misunderstood the uh the question. Did you but ever now I get it now? Did you ever face death,
0: thought that you only had a number of days? came out on top and realized holy shit i actually have more days than i thought i did
1: um and i think that's right yeah you're absolutely right you're you're right yeah yeah. that's that's today tomorrow and the next day um uh about two years ago i had a heart attack there we go that's 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 the story i'm thinking of and it on top of having a heart attack i am I'm beginning to figure out the issues that led up to the heart attack and why I'm in more health problems than I am. There was an accident that I was in about a year before. Um, and when that happened, I injured my heart. And in injuring my heart, it caused some other issues that to actually pop up. By the time I had my heart attack, I had a laundry list of problems with me. And <clears throat> By the time I went to the hospital, um, they told me I was in a bad condition. And my always personal favorite is that um, because we're going to have to take care of you, uh, you're never going to have to play drums again. And uh, my response to that is, um, as politely as I could say, um, go fuck yourself. And um, if I'm going to die, I'm not going to die laying on a bed, not doing the things I wanted to do. So the doctor gave me some medicine. He told me to do a few things here and a few things there, which I have been doing. And my heart has gotten stronger. And exercising and walking, once again, thanks to all my walking buddies, getting back down and and taking one step after another, I found that that one moment I wasn't guaranteed anything. Um... I only knew that there was something wrong with me and to simply go see the doctor. But had I continued to do what I was going to do, that would have been the story of me. Right. But due to circumstances and due to due to due to help from doctors and working out myself and support from my my friends and my family, support from my extended family, um, I now notice that um, I know two things are important. The first thing is that it's. It's inev- my death is inevitable, you know. I'm not gonna I'm uh, not gonna really? live to a ripe old <laughs> <Do you think? laughs> I'm not gonna live to a ripe old age. Um, um, COPD is gonna kill me. How I know I don't know when, and no man should know the hour of his death. Quite frankly, no man should know how he's going to die. But unfortunately, I know. All that I can do is simply continue what I'm doing. And keep on doing the best I can. That will be that will be the difference as to how much longer I stay.
0: Jesus Christ, Orion! Way to bring the room down. Jesus Christ. Speaking of death, the fourth question that we have. Oh no! <laughs> <laughs> the emails. The emails. Uh, the emails. How much BS is there in the news of uh, declaring the, the death of the? De- the guitar we, we're gonna bring it from a place where you're like pleading to the world and, and giving your story to the death of the guitar <laughs> jesus christ okay so here i already know what you're saying in this question <sighs> real quick um all that all this news about the death of the guitar in news stories and whatever. It all comes because uh, Gibson Guitars is going under and have been going under for a number of, uh, well, years at this point. Um, and, and and you're hearing a bunch of stories about the death of the guitar because of Gibson. It's... It, 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 the guitar's not going anywhere. Right. The you guitar talk is, about the death of the guitar, you might as well say the death of music.
1: And the, neither one are going anywhere.
0: That's not going anywhere. Every, there's always going to be somebody that wants to make something with their hands. And the guitar is the perfect tool to do that. I don't care if it's a bass. I don't care if it's a guitar. I don't care if it's a 7-string guitar or a 13-string guitar. I don't care if it's a fucking piano. doesn't matter. People will always want to touch something to make sounds because it it, it expresses who they are that's is, this is the core of what music is never think for an instant that um, that the business of music is going to dictate how people express themselves it may dictate how a, a tiny handful of of hi- highly selected people can put sounds out into the world but there's always going to be room for the guitar. That's that's never, ever going to go away. It's never, ever going to die. Um, is it ever going to be as popular as it was? Well, you know what? It just so fucking happens, there might be a backlash. There might be a backlash of of people that say, you know what? We get that radio is the way that it is, and everything's made with synthesizers, and everything's made with like machines and whatever, but the novelty of anything wears off given a certain amount of time, and we will always, humans will always love humanity. And there's nothing as human as putting flesh to a machine. Mm-hmm. You know? And you say, "Oh well, well, then does, doesn't that just mean synthesizers too? No, 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 no. Because synthesizers are pre-recorded samples that you simply uh, adjust. Essentially, you adjust. But there's nothing that can take away from banging on, an, on any surface. Banging on a surface comes from the fucking Stone Age. We will always want to bang on a surface. And that could be your, the highest of the highest drummers, or that could be an experimental kid that just takes a stick or a coke bottle and bangs it on a surface to make noise that means something to them to express themselves. That's never ever gonna go away. Let me tell you something.
1: For a moment, I was worried about music in general, how the sound of music was changing. Then I was at a gig about six months ago, and I saw this band play, and they were playing they were playing blues. And I didn't know where the guy said, "I want to have my twelve year old son come up and play a few songs." And they played The Thrill Is Gone, and this kid rocked the fucking house. I'm not worried at all. And f- as long as there will be a kid that says, Daddy, I want a guitar, there will be a company to build
0: one. Absolutely. Every time. Next question. <laughs> Next Uh, We have an addendum. It's not necessarily a question, but it's something I need to address because it's been so long since we've done one of these. And uh, this goes back to previous episodes, okay? So uh, Evelyn says, um, I'll be recording the bass solo you challenged me to record um, soon. I call it uh, Paternus Liquid. After the line you said, I changed it from a C scale to a B flat fifth scale. Uh hope that's cool. Okay, so here's to ex- just really quick to explain to our current listening audience what that means. Uh in a previous episode, um I challenged Evelyn here, who's a longtime listener of the show. I said, I'm gonna I'm gonna trade um things. I will trade you. Uh she 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 wanted to know about how like if I had ever heard um Frank Zappa songs. And wanted to know what I thought about Frank Zappa. I had no fucking clue. I never really listened to Frank Zappa. I know of him by proxy. I know of him by his legend. But I've never sat down and listened really to any of his songs. I said, here's what I'm going to do, Evelyn. I will listen to five uh, Frank Zappa songs. And I will give you my my opinion about them. I will write a critique about the five songs. Just so you know that I listened just so you know what I think about Frank Zappa. But in turn, you have to write a bass solo. It has to be a minute and a half long, and uh, you uh, you have to use all of your um, pedals, all of your uh, special effects, and I want you to go in, and I want you to defy my expectations. If you do that, I will listen to five Frank Zappa songs. And so she's just, at, at this point in this email, she's just keeping me up to date on, on that. So that, sorry, that's just, uh, that's just to get that little bit of information out of the way so people aren't lost as to what we're doing. As it stands now, haven't listened to any Franks <laughs> <laughs> Um, But at the same time, in all fairness, haven't gotten that bass solo. <laughs> so <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll see how that goes uh <laughs> we'll we'll keep you mm-hmm. up to date <laughs> so let's go to our next batch of questions. We're doing pretty good we're at thirty eight minutes this is great um we're gonna try to we're gonna try to get at like an hour okay so we're doing we're doing pretty good right now okay so uh so this uh next batch of email questions comes from evelyn. Um, as per usual, thank you, Evelyn, so much. Uh, we have four questions here. We're going to start with number one, and this these are dated June 1st. Hmm. So this is a month ago. <laughs> We're catching up. Uh, where would you like to be if, for whatever reason, you had to move from the USA? Oh, I'm sure you have an opinion about this. I know I do. Um, I would be in England, and I would be in England for a very simple uh, reason. Uh, There's a girl that um, I am head over heels over that lives in England, and I would like to – if I had to – like if I was forced out of this country, I would go there to meet her and see her and be there and be with her. Um, I already have plans to go there, but like if it came down to it, if I was somehow for some reason forced out of the country, I would go to England. Is there a country, Orion, that you would go to if you were forced out of the country? What would be your druthers? Hmm. Spain. Spain? Spain. Why Spain, Orion? My
1: um, oldest brother was in the military and in the Navy, and um he did some time in Spain and um he met his wife and married her and his wife looks like Celine Dion now this is a 50-50 yeah it depends thing. on how you look at it <laughs> now me personally i think Celine Dion is beautiful and the purpose of you're that the is one my- yeah, I'm the one. Yeah. I'm kidding um, I kid I kid <laughs> I kid the Canuck. I kid the Canuck. Um my brother when he came down and visited and he he, he pulled me to the side. And he says, You you need to you need to we're living in Cali now, but you need a chance next time we go to Spain you need to come with us. I'm like, um, why is that? He's like, you're looking for a wife or a girlfriend, you can come down there. Um my wife's a six in Spain. I'm like, that's she. she's beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. But down there, they all look like her. So that'd be a nice place to settle down, write a book, so you the, know, and chill out to finish the rest so of my days.
0: you're picking Spain because Spain has the most potential to give you a boner. Mmm, yes. Um, Next question. (laughs) Next question. Well, hold tight. (sighs) Um, No, next question. um, Here's what I want you to do, Ryan. I want you to reach behind this gadget here, and I want you to hold the button down. Would you? There you go. You're all set. Okay. So if that ever goes off, hit it again? It's not going to go off because we're getting to question number two. (laughs) And question number two is... Is it possible that we could get a minute-long drum solo from Orion? Holy shit. Here's you in your fucking, oh, my God. Okay. Here's you and your element. I thought long and hard about this. Oh, and boy. The answer
1: And the answer is no. <laughs> I will not give you a minute-long solo. What I will do is um, I will play a tasty little groove for you. All right. And you must be asking yourself, self, because that's how you know yourself, why? Why, in the name of all that's holy, with all this equipment here, that Orion Quest will not throw down a solo? Well, that's very simple. I will not tell you how the sauce is just made. If you want to come see a solo, you got to come see me play. This is
0: fair. Fair Come to Texas or wherever we're going to be. Quick little tasty groove. All right.
1: Now I don't love you since you ate my dog. You swallowed them up like a pecan log. Rover didn't hurt anyone. Why'd you put them on a sesame bun? Yeah. I'm a songbird. Because you had an empty gut. did he give you no reason to munch my mutt. All be patty special sauce, lettuce, cheese. Could you sit hold Rover, over, please?
0: Thank you. Uh, no, 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 no. Don't put those sticks up. Here's, Too late. No, no, no. Here's why. Here's why. Um, what I'm going to do is I'm going to fill space while you pick the effects kit that you like. Okay. And, uh, we're gonna, we're gonna, just because it, we've been out of the fucking loop for a long time. I want to give maximum quality, maximum quality. So I'll, you're gonna go a little bit further. You're gonna go a little bit further on those drums. I'm, I'm forcing you to do it. You have, you have no way out. You have no way out. Um, and while you're like, you can go ahead and hit the, hit the drums, hit the things, find out the kit that you want, and I will, I will make room. I will talk while you figure out because I want these kids to get the fucking best drum solo that you can give them. Alright. So, right now, (laughs) it sounds like he already found the kit that he wanted. Okay, I'll shut up. Here we go. Here we go. Nice. There you go. So you got some kid action. Go. Go. Okay. There you go. You got some kid action. You got some uh, weird. What are those? Uh, uh, oh. mel- melatonin. What is? What is that? <laughs> melatonin. <laughs> what? What do they call that instrument? Um, um,
1: Indian drums. Me- I metroniquinox? I oh, Oh, just this is Indian a dodo drums. Drum. Um, I don't know what. <laughs> that one is it. Sounds like a cup drum. Um um block of wood. A, I think that's a djembe. Other um, block of wood. <laughs> <laughs> block of wood, higher block of
0: wood, lower block of wood. Correct.
1: Next question.
0: Next question. Uh we're going to end Evelyn's uh, emails off with uh Would you like more snacks? Okay. So yes, I would. I would like more snacks, Evelyn. Uh for those that are not in the know, uh Evelyn uh she lives in uh England way and she sent me a bunch of um fare from from England. Uh she hey, sent me Hey, a... have we sent Evelyn anything back? No, but we're going to. Okay. We're going to. Yeah, we need to. See she them. sent me a bunch of um uh, snacks and and candies and you know like uh chips and things like this. Uh and they were amazing and if you can see this go uh, two episodes back on on the podcast and uh watch the episode called england and watch the other episode um which i don't know what his name is but it's the episode right after england and uh watch how i am completely in love with all these snacks that she sent me and then my um my critique of the of the snacks um yes please send send more snacks uh that was not gracious at all uh so we're gonna skip right ahead (laughs) (laughs) Uh, we're going to go past our emails and we're going to go to Curious Cat. Uh, That's the other little kind of questions and answers thing that uh, runs through Twitter. Uh, So let me pull that up real quick. I believe that is on my phone. And here we go. Yep, here we are. Curious Cat questions from the Twitter. Okay, so uh, Tanner who's a, a good friend of mine um asks a question um and this is the first time that tanner has ever been on the show although i um speak with her all the time
1: what's up tanner hey. yes
0: yes what's up tanner uh tanner asks uh <clears throat> can i tell you how cute you are jesus christ thank you baby so much thank you that was it is there more than no that? no there's oh. more it it goes further I just want to bask. Oh, okay. I want to bask I, in I this. thought
1: it was going to be, can I tell you how cute you are? Yes. Next question.
0: <laughs> oh, no, no, no. I could spend 15 minutes on that alone. Uh, uh, she says, uh, I'm going to do it anyways. You're absolutely beautiful, and I hope that one day I can be as perfect and gorgeous as you. Shut up. Oh. No. Oh, baby. No, no. I, I'm i nothing. I'm nothing. You're the cute. You. You got youth on your side. Uh, <laughs> i'm I'm nothing please don't aspire to be me i'm I'm not good, <laughs> but I appreciate it all the same. Thank you so much honey um so she says uh bonus bonus question so it was more of a compliment than a okay. question, but there's a bonus um bonus uh would you be interested in following my private uh, you can DM me on Twitter or Discord if you're interested. Well, sure, of course, I'll do that. I mean, obviously, that's, I'm going to do that. Now, here's here's an interesting thing about Tanner. Um, Tanner is somebody that I just kind of met off the cuff on Twitter, and I think she's a really, really cool person. And one of the things that's really cool about her is she's a um, burgeoning bass player. Hmm. She's a, a an upcoming musician. And we've been talking and hanging out, you know, online, and um, we got to know each other kind of well. And I, I just kind of got like a weird hair up my ass. And I said, uh, I said, I wanted to like do a cover song, you know, as I want to do from time to time. I just kind of like want to do a cover song with like just like a new person, you know, right. just kind of throw some some new stuff into the fire. And so I I hit up Tanner, and I said, uh, hey, you're you're a new bass player. Um, What's your favorite band? Like, name me, like, five of your favorite bands. And she said, well, it's this and this and this and Misfits. I said, ooh, ooh, okay, okay, Misfits. What's your favorite song from the Misfits? And she gave me a list of songs. And uh, one of them is called, um, uh, hold on, let me take a look real quick, just a second. It's hybrid something. Do you, do you know the song? The Misfits. Hybrid. Fucking. Hold on, just a second.
1: Oh, no, I mm-hmm. don't.
0: Ah, got it. The Misfits.
1: The Misfits. Uh, uh. The Misfits.
0: Okay so the the name of the song That she liked was um, Hybrid Moments From the Misfits And it was one that I'm not familiar with Um, So I went and I said great Here's what we're going to do You're going to play bass And I'm going to take care of everything else So she said great That's awesome Um, How are we going to do it? (laughs) You're way over there. I'm way over here. How we get to... I said, like, honey, <laughs> I got this under control. Right. Don't worry about it. This so just happens w- to be up our wheelhouse. Yes, this is exactly what we do. So what I did was, like, inside of 30 minutes, I set up my amp. I set up the fucking mics, and I learned the song. I, w- I went, and i like, it's a fucking Misfits song. So it's like, you know, like a, a minute and a half to 2 and 15, right? So I, I listened to it. It's like four chords long. So I go and I learn it real quick, and I fucking jammed it out and recorded it real quick, set up the fucking drums, played all the fucking drums on it, and I said, okay, here's your backing track, like 30 minutes later. <laughs> <laughs> here's your backing track. Here's what I want you to do. I want you to play bass to the best of your ability, and I, I know you don't really have a means to record, so I want you to, you have a bass amp, you have a bass. I want you to put some headphones on, listen to my backing track, and just play along with the backing track. Set your phone up in front of your bass amp, and and by the time I said that, she was like, fuck you, I already know what you're up to. Okay, I got it. I got it. Surprise the fuck out of me. And she sent me two, two uh, instances of the bass line for hybrid moments, right? Sent to me. Uh, first one, sorry, Tanner. this was complete bullshit. The second one, Jesus Christ, I, it fit completely within the mix that I had, and uh, you know, I had to like, do a little edit and things like this, but, um, but it turned out perfectly, and so now what Tanner and I are doing is we're at the point where I'm going to lay down the vocals, or she's going to lay down the vocals. I'm not sure which one of us is going to do which part. But I'm very excited because once we get the vocals down, we're going to do a fucking little music video with it. It's it's a whole thing. And it's fucking really awesome. And I'm so glad, Tanner, that you sent in this question. Um, Can't wait to see it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I haven't told you anything about it. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I know. I remember the last time I saw a video that we put together, and that was with
0: Cormo. Yeah. So, absolutely. Can't Uh, wait to see this one. So, this is another fun thing that you guys just. Keep your ears and your eyes peeled, because uh, we got some cool shit coming on, and it's all thanks to Tanner, who we're talking about right now. While we're on the subject. Yeah. Oh, we Ladies got? Ladies and gentlemen, I've always claimed it before,
1: and Kid has said it a thousand times. If you want your music to be played on the approximate podcast, send us a snippet. We'll take a listen to it. If we don't think it's shit, we'll play it on the
0: podcast. There you go. <laughs> and that's, ab- that's an absolute fact. That's an absolute fact. No brag, just fact. <laughs> no brag, just fact. Uh, so, um, Tanner, I hope that answers your question. That wasn't really a question. It was more of a... Um, observation. It's more of an observation where you're just being so fucking kind, and thank you so much for that. And uh, and we'll get together. Trust me. You already know what's up. I don't need to explain it to you. Um... Okay, so we got another thing on the Curious Cat and it's uh from anonymous. Anonymous says, uh let's see here. Uh do you get Oh boy. Okay, so <laughs> um Okay, so this relates to uh my business in the adult here entertainment it, here industry. Here we go. Here we go. Oh boy. Okay. So <laughs> prepare yourselves because this is where it doesn't get family friendly. <laughs> <laughs> uh Anonymous asks Wait, before you do this, yes. uh, just
1: a quick disclosure. Um mm-hmm. the views and answers given by Jamie French does not actually represent that. Actually it does. I just think the bitch is crazy, but she's gonna answer it any way she wants. So go ahead and go ahead. I just want that quick disclaimer. Uh, yes,
0: no, yeah. The uh the views and opinions of Jamie French do not necessarily express what I think. But everything else of is all the right. Approximate Podcast, yeah. but it absolutely does. So here we go. <laughs> uh, do you get a lot of air in your ass after using a dildo? Funny you should ask. <laughs> so, the- <laughs>
1: well, the funny thing happened on the way to the store. I was riding on the forty-five, and I, I was getting ready to move,
0: and I heard. Ooh. And I was here's, thinking, hmm, that's not the horn. Here's the deal. I've uh this is this is part of the Approximate Podcast. We answer any and all questions. And so we have to answer it. Okay. Um uh do I get a lot of air up my ass if I use a big dildo? Okay, well, uh <clears throat> right off the top, yes, sometimes. Yes, sometimes that happens. And you have to kind of like know about that going in. Um, if you've ever spent any kind of time with a dildo that you're putting up your butt, uh, you're going to find that after you're done with your playtime, there's there's some farting going on. And the reason why there's some farting going on mostly doesn't have to do with the food that you ate. It has to do with all the air that you're pressing up your butt. I imagine that's why you're asking. uh, Because you have already experienced this. And I'm guessing you're wanting some like... uh, you you're wanting somebody to back you up just to make sure that you're not all alone in the world with your weird dildo farts. Yeah, I'm here to tell you. You're not alone. Dildo farts are a thing. You got to fart. You going to fart and it's all going to be you know you don't even smell it. It's not even the worst fucking like fart in the world because it's just all air that's pressed um, from like your living room wouldn't it be air? Yeah,
1: technically wouldn't it be air? Yeah,
0: it's just it's just living room air or bedroom air that's pressed up your butt. Because you're, you know, up, 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 it's up down. It's not like you up, put down, a lasagna up, up there or anything. Yeah. No. Or, oh, no. No. I mean, not at all. You don't have to go buy a stickem or put it up in there. It's just regular air. I would but, think. but the thing is, if you're gonna be polite, and I recommend that you do, uh, when you get done with playtime, if you're gonna get into bed with anybody, or you're, you know, maybe you have a significant other, maybe go sleep on the couch because it's just gonna be a. <laughs> <laughs> The entire like for like like five hours of your night. Hey, you don't want that. You said five hours. You don't want to be rude. So
1: you're talking about five hours of. <laughs> yeah,
0: <don't>, Yeah, <laughs> that's exactly what's gonna happen oh. if you play with toys. <laughs> Stephanie's telling jokes. You guys can't hear her, but god damn it. <laughs> so, um, yeah, here's... here's The Yankees win the 1968 campaign. I just... <laughs> just to get it out of the way, just to get it out of the way, um, because I think there's just a little more advice that I can give on this goofy subject. Yes, if you play with toys, you're going to start to shove air up your cavities, okay? And it's going to expel. And that's just... How that's physics, okay? Um, but let me just tell anybody that's listening this as they're listening to stories about toys, because I wanna, I wanna, I wanna lead off with, uh, with some useful information. You know, yeah. it's one thing to be polite. You know, you stick a fucking toy up your ass, go sleep on the couch. You know, don't make all those weird sounds and for your significant other. If you live alone, bonus for you. But here's here's a useful piece of information. If you're going to use toys and stick them up your butt, people ask me all this all the time. This they say, "Well, how, what's the best way to do toy play with your butt?" And the best answer that I can give, after years and years of doing this, is cleanliness is everything. Okay, now I know this sounds like it's coming out of left field, but it's meant to because I want to give you some useful information. Cleanliness is everything. Before you start picking out your toys, before you start deciding on what kind of lubes you're going to use or whatever, fuck all that. That's all secondary. Here's what you want to do. You want to go to your grocery store or your local pharmacy, and you want to pick up a fleet enema kit, just a little bottle that you squirt water up your butt, and you want to cleanse yourself until the day is long. You want to spend more time cleansing yourself than you actually do playing with your toys or having a partner mess with your butt. That's exactly everything you need to do is cleanliness. One, point number one, is that you cleanse yourself properly. No embarrassing situations are going to happen. And I think we all know what we're talking about there. Nothing bad is going to come out of your body. <laughs> okay, but number two is if you if you are clean, you will feel clean, and you will stop doing all like the um, uh, you'll stop being like so, y- all the anxiety will go away. Because the anxiety you feel about playing with toys like this is completely tied into to how clean you feel. The cleaner you feel, the better and more comfortable play that you're going to be able to have. So just to wrap this up real quick, because this is extra information giving on top of the question. Clean, 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 and then clean some more. And then when, when you see that you're as clean as you can possibly get, clean some more, clean some more. <laughs> and then lube, 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 lube. Use a nice silicone lubricant. Get get so messy with your lube that all of your doorknobs are a hassle. (laughs) Um. Okay, I get it now. Yeah, you get it. (laughs) And uh, three is be patient. Take your time. Take your time. Do not rush anything. Don't don't, any, don't let anybody like push you to do things that you're not ready to do. You will eventually get to that point. It's like working out. It's all really hard at first, but the more you do it, the more you do it, the easier it does become. And it does become easier, but you have to put in the time and you have to be very patient. Now, with all that out of the way, I believe we have one more person. That has some questions for us, so let me look those up. Orion, tell us all about your butt. Have you ever played with toys before? Hell no. What? Were you fucking homophobic? What? We well, that, that was a really quick hell no. Well, there's no need for a debate. You've, the, you've the never, th- you've never had a girl play with your butt before. You no. never, re, really. No. At your age, you've never, in all of your experience, never had a girl play with your butt. No. Really? No. Have you ever never, asked? I was about to say never
1: been asked or never asked though. So.
0: Really? That's man. Calm down. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm just trying I'm just trying to kill time while I get to the next email. Uh, You're not playing along. <laughs> lie, motherfucker. Well, Sometimes you can lie to make friends.
1: No.
0: <laughs> nothing. Nothing. Not even in band camp, I I know. <laughs> Okay, so it looks like uh, we do have one more, uh, and we got five questions. Five questions. It's time for the lightning round. Let's do it. Time for lightning round. Okay, so this comes from Jonathan. Jonathan asks, number one question, uh, for Jamie and Orion. Here we go. Uh, How was your 4th of July? Did you get to see any fireworks? Orion, you go. It was awesome. Everywhere.
1: I had to do some stuff um, in Fort Worth and traveling from Fort Worth to Dallas. I was on Highway
0: 30. And to my left and to my right, nothing but fireworks, kid. Fourth of July, I basically lounged around the house. And the reason why is because on the 2nd and the 3rd of July, the 3rd being my birthday. Say happy birthday. Happy birthday, bitch. I don't believe it. So the second and the third, I had a, a contractual obligation to do a Snapchat takeover uh, through the company Transerotica.com. Now, again, we're in the – this is not the family portion of the show. Happy birthday. Obviously. Uh, thank you so much. I still don't believe you. Um, so I had this Snapchat takeover to do, and so I spent nine hours from like 12 o'clock to nine at night um, doing uh, – the, the first show that I had to do for the Snapchat takeover was um, Safe for Work. So I basically had to keep my clothes on but still find a way to make it sexy by doing, like, a lot of photos and videos and find a way to make it work. And apparently I did okay by the company. So the second day, which was my birthday, and we kind of planned it this way to fall in line with my birthday. Happy birthday. Thank you so much. I still don't believe you. Um, my... M- My second day of the Snapchat takeover was not safe for work, so I'm, you know, ripped off all my clothes, I'm doing all the things that you expect to see a solo person to do, and so I spent, like, these two days, like, my entire day, basically, like, working my ass off, and it's weird, because I don't use Snapchat that often, you know, if... If at all, like I fucked with it a few times, but I really don't know how it works. So to do like a Snapchat takeover, I'm spending nine hours of my day taking these little pictures and these tiny little tiny little videos. and I don't know if I'm doing good or bad because it's not like doing a cam show or doing like a being on Skype with somebody. you you don't really have any feedback. So basically, I'm just playing the numbers my minimum according to the uh, contract was that I had to do a minimum of 10 snaps throughout the entire day. I felt that that was too little. So what I did was I said, Oh, I'm going to do 10 snaps every hour, five actual photos, and then five tiny little video bits, which Stephanie, who you can't see is just off camera, helped me out with. Thank you so much for that. Um, and so like, it was just like a Big, just a big, huge, busy couple of days. So when the 4th of July came around, all I ever wanted to do in the entire world was die. I just wanted to just be on my couch and just lay in one position, and uh, that was it. But even then, I still woke up, and I said, you know, it's the fucking 4th of July, and tradition is tradition, and even though I'm not, you know, the most political person in the world, and I'm, you know... Uh yeah, I'm not really the kind of person that uh salutes the flag or anything. I still knew that I needed to make um barbecue sandwich. So <laughs> so I went to the grocery store. I uh, I bought all the shit that's necessary for barbecue. Made barbecue sandwich, fucking uh uh beans and uh potato salad and uh fucking put pickles and shit on the side, made a nice a little American meal in the midst of my just wanting to fuck off and not be anything for a day. And uh, and we had a nice little 4th of July. Now, um, I didn't see any fireworks. There were no fireworks to be had here in Arlington, Texas.
1: Happy birthday.
0: I don't believe what you're saying there with my birthday. I don't, I don't. I'm not feeling it, essentially. <laughs> but... But we didn't have any fireworks on the 4th of July. And that's because the wind levels were too high. And I live really close to the AT&T Stadium where they always do the fireworks. Yes, Orion. What's up?
1: JB. Yeah. JB. Yeah. JB. What's up? Hmm. JB. JB. Kid. Yes. JB. Yes, sir. JB. What's up? That's Mr. French if you're nasty. Uh Uh-huh. JB. Yeah. JB.
0: Happy birthday. (laughs) I don't get it, but <laughs> what I wanna say is um what I say is, nothing. is yeah, so nothing. so That's O'Rion did. did Orion did what he did on the fourth of July. I did what I did on the fourth of July. It wasn't too big of shakes, but John, thank you very much for that. Question two. Jamie, I saw that you did the Trans Erotica Snapchat, speak of the devil, uh, takeover for the uh, past few days. Are you going to be signing with them now? Maybe an AVN this year. Oh, 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 oh. Well, now, um, I don't know that anybody would be too interested in this. I mean, we try to go for a general audience, but in for a penny, in for a pound. Right. Um, so the Transerotica company, transerotica.com, um, I signed up with them to do the Snapchat takeover, but it, they also are a really big company that, um, kind of lends their faculties to uh, solo artists or solo performers that want to build their own solo websites. And uh, it's a really big to-do, and their roster is like bar none. If you're signing with Transerotica, you're amongst the best of the best. Now, they offer the Snapchat Takeover for anybody. But when I signed up for the Snapchat Takeover... I had a conversation with the person that's in charge of that, and they—I guess they knew of me—and um, they said, "Hey, you know the Snapchat takeover thing? I think it's going to be great, uh, but you should also talk to the, our CEO because I think you might be able to, you know, kind of—I think you—you you would be a good choice for the overall network." And not just this, like, one-and-done Snapchat takeover thing. And so, to make a long story short, I had a conversation with the powers that be, and, um, and I did actually sign to Transerotica, which is a really big deal, especially for a person in my position who has come from a two-year hiatus trying to get their name back on the fucking table, you know, trying to— rebuild their brand this is a very huge deal so i'm happy to say that yes i have signed with transerotica.com and um i'll leave it at that because the details will bore you to death uh but just you know if you're listening to this you're listening because you know me just keep your eye on the twitter and the instagram and all that you'll you'll figure out what i'm up to um but yes that is a thing and it's awesome thank you john for asking that question uh, question number three is, is the band working on any new music? Well, that's us. We're the band. Uh, Orion, say hi. Happy birthday. I don't believe what you're saying to me. I don't think I really get it. <laughs> I don't think I really get it. But, I mean, I'll, I mean, I guess. I guess. But, Orion's my drummer, and I'm the principal songwriter and singer, Um And yes, we have a little duo called This Island Earth. And have we written any new music lately? No, we really haven't. And that's been largely a matter of circumstance. Um, About two and a half years ago, we were in the midst of recording our um, debut album. And because life is confusing and, and not that great at times, that kind of fell by the wayside. And we really haven't gotten any opportunity to write new music because we're still working on our first batch of legitimate songs. And um, so, I mean, Orion, um, I mean, do you, I, I'm saying this out loud, and, like, what do you have to say about it? Sometimes I write some of the songs
1: and some of the lyrics and give ideals to Jamie and um our first go around we used a lot of Jamie's songs and made a few modifications, but going around for the second C D, which is it's, for me that's too far ahead. But to to be courteous and to answer your question I'm I'm not a I'm not a hit maker type of guy. I'm not a not a guy that can just come up with a song or an ideal for a song or a melody immediately. There, there's, as far as I'm concerned, for me, I got some living I gotta do. And while these things are going on, I've got ideals. And once we put um, the, um, once we lay the old music to rest, and by doing that I mean putting it on wax, putting it in front of your ears
0: so you can listen to it, and we're done with that chapter, I've got ideals for the next chapter. Right. So, so uh, maybe to put more of a finer point on it, um, we, we're still a band. Uh, nothing about that has changed. We just haven't been as busy as you'd expect a band to be.
1: As a band.
0: As a band. Um, but as far as I'm concerned, that's fine, because our friendship comes first, and as long as our friendship is in order, then the band will always exist. Now, I'm not trying to make excuses for why we haven't come out the way you would imagine a a band would debut. But what I'm saying is there's way more at stake because we do have such a personal life together as just human beings that we—and I don't want to give too much information away. But we are in the midst of uh, a plan that will benefit our lives and also service the band. Now, is the music going to come? Yes, and it will, and relatively soon. Uh, Are there new songs on the way after the first album comes out? Absolutely, because as Orion was alluding to, He does have a shit ton of songs, and I do have a shit ton of songs. And we are at no loss for content or or material. Um, So there is absolutely new songs on the way. We just have to find the time to dig into them. Uh, We have a huge back catalog of all kinds of things, but we can't explore those things yet Until we finish the first album. And the first album will be finished. uh, Before I say too much. It will be finished. Before our big plan. Comes to pass. And that's all I can say about that. So I hope that answers your question John. Uh, We're going to get to. Our fourth question from you. Uh, Let's see. For both of you. Are there any new movies or TV shows that you are all looking forward to soon. Do you got any movies coming up or television shows you're looking forward to Ryan? Um I've been keeping up with um
1: Lost in Space. The, oh, the really new the version new version? Yeah you're, gonna, you're gonna like it. yeah, you're really going to like it. Um it uh, uh, like most reboots, it has some classic things that'll remind you of 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 the core of Lost in Space, but the story is new and everything all the technology and all that's new. So. Danger, danger. Is that in there? Yes, but not like that. Really? Yeah. Okay. The opening the oh, <laughs> the opening um scene for Lost in Space. Or, I mean the opening trailer right before they get to the the big cut of the Lost in Space thing, you hear uh, a a robot just says Danger, real Robinson. Oh wow. I'm more like a more more like a more like a man than a than a robot. Wow. Anyway, and the robot is the
0: shit, so you need to start watching it. I think the only thing I'm looking forward to as far as, like, movies and television shows are concerned is, um... Ah, oh, jeez. Uh, I, I th- like, to be completely honest, because I really don't keep up with a lot of television movies. You know, I go based off of friend recommendations. I, I It's, like, very circumstantial for me. It's like an event, you know? If I don't have anything to do and something's going on and I got a friend that, like, wants to see a movie... I'll just go see whatever fucking movie they want to see. Like I'm not paying too much attention to that. Was like, Deadpool part 2 of the, the zeitgeist? Yeah, was Deadpool De- Deadpool two? Was that the shit? Deadpool two was the shit. Okay, it was uh, it was the shit because if it, it like it is like the perfect popcorn movie. It's the perfect cop- popcorn movie. It's not like not like fucking transformer. You don't you don't have to turn your brain off. It's it will behoove you to turn to keep your brain on. Even though it's a very simple story, and uh, it—I mean, it's—it's it's not, you know, it's not a film; it's a movie. Um, it really hits your funny bone, and it—it it, like very much so, and it—and you know, it gives you all the bangs and explosions that you want to see in a in a popcorn movie, but it doesn't make you feel stupid for watching it. So it's it's a good seven to eleven dollars to spend. Um, but as far as like things I'm looking forward to would be, uh, and this is going to be a little bit ways off, not too far, but the, um, it too, I can't wait oh, to I see what it too is all about. Yeah.
1: In <coughs> that, like later on this year,
0: I, uh, uh, yeah, it's going to be, I believe it's going to be in 2019. Oh, I, the, the actual date, I'm not sure, but I'm so looking forward to that. You kind of, uh, again, not to give anything away too much, but. Part of our big plans that we're coming up with that we can't really talk about uh, happened when you and I saw it. Oh, yeah. it was that day. Yeah, it was that day. I remember yeah. when we saw it in the theaters. So I can't wait for part two. Um, so let's get to our last and final question.
1: We just go ahead and tell them what the plan is, ladies and gentlemen. No, J- uh, no, no. Jamie no, no, French no, no. wants to become a clown. Oh, that's yes. Just go ahead and become Pennywise or pennywise Womp 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 womp. Honk. Uh,
0: so number five. Thanks. Wait till the episode ends. Oh
1: my god. <laughs> uh,
0: number five, and this is our last one before we take off. Uh, Jamie, what size? Oh Jesus Christ! What size shoes do you wear, Orion? What size shoes do you wear? Okay, well I'll go first. Thank you, Jonathan, for such an obscure question. Uh, what size shoe I am a size ten in women's. I am a size, I believe, eight and a half in men's. And them's my shoe size. I don't I don't know what kind of weird freak you are that you'd want to know that. But uh, Orion, what shoe size are you? I think you have smaller feet than me.
1: I don't I don't think so.
0: No? What what are you? I'm a size eleven and a half. In
1: men's? And men's Calm down You know what they say You know what they say um, um, Big feet, big head Um,
0: Well, big feet, big shoes Uh, Well, of course they say (laughs) that Because you gotta fit into them I don't know that there's anything other than that That they say about big feet
1: They say a lot of things about big feet I don't know that they do (laughs) Have you ever got kicked by a big (laughs) foot?
0: Why don't you tell me happy birthday?
1: (laughs) Jamie Yes, sir? Jamie Yeah Penny whistle the cloud (laughs) Happy
0: birthday. <laughs> I'm, I'm not feeling it, man. Right, Still not feeling right, it. Still right. not feeling it. Orion, um, I think that, that's our show, right? Yeah, that's our show. That's our show. Thank you, everybody, so much for joining us. For I this. missed you guys a lot.
1: <laughs> it's cool to do the podcast again. And we'll be doing one again really, really
0: soon. Okay. Um, any... Any plug does that even matter plugs the plugs even matter here's here's what we're gonna do everything that you need to know about the show and anything that needs to be promoted you can find in the um in the description on youtube or soundcloud or patreon or anywhere else that we post this which is everywhere that podcast can be found i, I don't know last week back in the day we used to say that the
1: um podcast was a dead girl production and you can find us through the twitter first blah 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 look multimedia there's a search engine just type approximate
0: podcast we're in all Are of you them. saying that Google is their friend? <laughs> oh yes.
1: There is a vast emporium of knowledge and information on Google. So you just go to the search bar, type in what you want
0: to know and there you have it. acha acha That's how we're going to end this? I'm going to give you the last word. Pickles. Better word. Knuckleheads. One more good word. (laughs) Shut up! Nobody wants to know about you or what you have to say.
1: Thanks.